Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. That's what NetSuite by Oracle is set out to solve because most companies don't have a clear picture of their finances, and that's why many businesses fail. The question for any business owner out there is, are you confident that you've got the right numbers at your fingertips? Now, I've never run a business, but, you know, we work on kind of a small business here, and we all make sure Dan has all the information he needs. It's huge. Now, serious entrepreneurs and finance teams run on NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite offers a full picture of all your finances all in one place in real time, right from your phone or your desktop. Schedule your free demo right now and receive their free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits, at netsuite.com slash patrick. Set up your free demo and get your free guide today at netsuite.com slash patrick. Again, that's netsuite.com slash patrick. you got to have all the information right in front of you. Go to netsuite.com slash patrick. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. From the Mercedes Studios in Los Angeles. It's Jason Smith and Rob Parker. Greetings. Welcome inside the Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Rob Parker taking you through this morning. As we look back at the trade deadline, Rob Parker getting set for the Oscars this weekend. We got the XFL. We got a big weekend in the Parker household. You just named two things Rob Parker will not be watching. Just two of them. Wow, you're already you're starting off Friday already with a bang. You know how I am. Wow, I'm not going to mince words. It's all good if you're going to enjoy it, and your family and you and you got bets and uh, who's going to win this and that. I'm still the last time I watched the Oscars was 1939 when the Wizard of Oz was involved and they lost. That was the last time I saw it. I was upset. I had 39 steps. I thought 39 steps was going to win. I couldn't believe it. I said, Hitchcock, what are you doing? The Wizard of Oz not win, but going with the win. Two of the greatest movies ever came out in the same year. Well, there's lots of that. You know, 39 was a magical year. So was 94 was the big year. Forrest Gump. That was like the last of the great. Years in movies. Yeah, I mean, look, we still have movies that are nominated. No, no, no. Some are going to win and some aren't going to win. I'm just saying, when you think of that movie, which they play like a million times for the last, what, 60 years? I like how you went all the way back to 1939 to find find a movie. It's my all time favorite movie. The last time I went to the movie. (laughs) Can you believe the the first thing, all the Oscar stuff you could have said? The first thing was, I can't believe Wizard of Oz didn't win. Like, you've been holding on to this for so long. (laughs) I talked to Connie Mack, and I said, Connie. How does the Wizard of Oz not win? I couldn't believe it. Connie, now, I'm da- now you're dating yourself. But it is, uh, it's a great Friday uh, and great to be with you, Jason. Uh, we got a lot of great NBA stuff to talk about today uh, coming off last night. We'll get to the trade deadline in a second, but the marquee game in the NBA last night, the Rockets' small ball works out really well especially as they pull away from the Lakers at the end. Uh, You heard Robert Covington's name in the open. He hits a couple of big threes late. Rockets beat the Lakers 121-111. And look, this is yet another win for the Rockets who decided at the trade deadline, 
you know what? Because we can't beat the best teams in the Western Conference how we are. Like we're good, right? You know, we're 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 a thirty. You know, we're thirty-two and eighteen. We're we're playing pretty well. But the Lakers are better than we are. So are the Clippers. And we couldn't beat the Warriors. We need to do something. Clint Capella gets hurt. They decide, you know what? Hey, let's have a big experiment. Let's live out an experiment and go small ball and have nobody over six seven and have all our starters under six, you know, or six six or below, which and see how we do. And it's been pretty good so far. What what was pretty uh, amusing was when all of their players came out of a little Volkswagen before the start of the game. That's what it felt like. Like, what What in the world are they doing? Now you say that, but that would be a great open for it them be, in Houston. They, all come, they drive it out sponsored by Kia and they or something. All come out of the and they're all, the five of them all come out. It would then, be funny. Yeah, then, then the reserves come out. Then the assistant coaches. Then Blake Griffin jumps over all of them. And the only thing missing from that team, when you think about it, like, like was uh, probably a couple of buckets of confetti. Because I just I thought to myself, are they serious to trying to win a game? You know, winning the NBA with with talk about small ball and small players, but to beat the Lakers in LA in that game, I'm telling you, I, if you're the Rockets, you feel great, and if you're the Lakers or a Lakers fan this morning, you cannot be happy with what happened last night. No, I I love well, I love the fact that now you're seeing you know James Harden was out for the opening jump. I mean, and I love that. You know, we're just going to give the opening jump away. We're going to give the ball away to the other team. It's fun. I don't know that what the Rockets are doing is going to sustain themselves in the long haul because I, I don't think they're talented enough to run up and down the floor. It's still Westbrook and Harden. And Westbrook had an incredible night last night shooting. He was in the lane all night. The Lakers he couldn't stop him. He was, I mean, look, it was a bad night for Harden. He had 14. And, you know, he's only got to the free throw line seven times. But this is the way the, the Rockets are doing it now. They had 85 shots in the game. Here's the best part. 85 shots in the game, 43 two-point shots, 42 threes. Wow. That was their breakdown, and that's what they're going to continue to do. It's going to be fun. If they had a couple of more offensive specialists, let's just say, not stars, it's hard to you know gather stars, but if they had a couple more offensive specialists that could go up and down and really put pressure on teams all the way through the entire 48 minutes, I would, you know, this, they could ride this a long way. But eventually when they play deeper teams like the Clippers, I think it's going to be okay. It's going to be tough because you had an Anthony Davis getting enough open shots last night. You can imagine what it's going to be for teams that actually have benches and, and can they, go further. And, and to be honest, uh, and I know he, he had a good game, but you could just pound the ball into him over and over and over. I mean, who who is there to defend him, Anthony Davis, or a taller guy? That's the problem, but I don't know why teams get away from that. It's, it's a nuance of trying to guard the Rockets. Like, it's still new, right? That's what I mean. I, I like it now. It's it's like we're watching a live experiment. We decided, Mike D'Antoni decided to say, screw it. Let's just do this. And I like that. I like the guts. We're moving on from Clint Capella, who was an all-star player, and that's fine. I, I like the guts. I don't see it long haul, but right now it's going to cause problems until teams figure out, okay, what are they doing differently, a little bit differently? But still, How do we adjust? I, I agree with that, but they're, they're no closer to, to be they, – they were in a game seven against the Warriors, right, a couple years ago, like to get to the NBA Finals, and, and they lost the game. But they went from that to where they are now and the moves that they've made and and the keep refigurating uh, the team. Do you is know that a word? I refigurating? Is Aren't that, you a professor? I, I think so. Is that to teach your class at USC? You say refigurating and see how many kids raise their hand and go, uh, professor? Don't you remember? Professor? Don't you remember when, <laughs> when uh, 
Roger Clemens said, misremember. Misremembering. Everybody, everybody ripped him, said there's yeah. no such word, and they looked it up. Yeah. There is a word. Okay. Don't you reconfigurate? You reconfigurate. Let me see right now. Let me see. Reconfigurate. I think there is a word. No, it says, do you mean configure? Do you mean reconfigure? Is that what it says? All right. <laughs> Configurating. Um, yeah, please tell Rob Parker this is not a uh, word. Uh, That's uh, what uh, it comes up on the, on the, the first Google search. Wait a minute. The dean from the journalism school is on the other line. Uh, oh. Rob, don't come in on Monday. Your search has been red flagged. Please tell uh, Rob Parker. <laughs> but they keep changing. You know what I mean? Like when they added West, Russell Westbrook, people mm. like, ah, you know. Is that really what you want to do, putting those two guys together with Harden and whatnot? Uh, so they've tried a lot of stuff. I don't think they're any closer to a championship. But on the flip side, like I said, if you're the Lakers, you lost twice yesterday. Trade deadline came and went. They stood pat. Uh, to me, that's a loss when you think of where the Clippers were and what they were able to do uh, in getting uh, Marcus Morris. And, um, and then the other part is, the Lakers, uh, and then they go out and lose to the Rockets. So it was a double whammy on the trade deadline. For the Lakers' side of it, I, I agree. The, the Clippers, not only did they win the day, but they won They won twice because what the Clippers did in getting Marcus Morris, right? This is a guy that the Lakers wanted and the Clippers wanted. The Knicks decided, hey, we fired Steve Mills. We know what we're doing a little bit now, so let's get the best possible deal. They go to the Lakers, and, and what we've heard, we talked to Rick Bucher on, on the show, my show last night. And, 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 he, said, look, right, and he said, look, it's going to happen. But but eventually the Lakers decided Kyle Kuzma, Danny Green, not really something we want to do. And so the Knicks literally went across the hall to the Clippers. And what the Clippers did was they bring in a guy who's going to play great defense, is going to give them energy, found a scoring touch this year with the Knicks. He's shooting forty three percent from three. He's been terrific. And and a deep team just got deeper. But not only did the Clippers get the player they wanted, they did what the Yankees used to do in, in the old days. I'm going back like, you know, 15 years or so, 20 years, when it was at the trade deadline, if a player was well sought after, they would get him. Would they play him? Not all the no, time. to block the other right. team from We're going to block the Red Sox from getting Jose Canseco or, exactly. or whatever it was. Because they weakened the Lakers. They, they strengthened themselves, and they weakened the team that they have to go through to win the NBA championship and to get to the NBA finals. It was such a huge day for the Clippers. And the Lakers, it was a failure because here's another game where they play a good team and they fall short. Right? And look their record, at, against, look at their good record teams against good teams is, is not, not good. It's not good. And, and who do you face in the postseason? Good teams. Yeah, eventually. And that's, and that's the issue with the Lakers is that they are a team that is a regular season giant the way they're made right now with LeBron and AD. Because when it's one night out of 82 and teams come in, okay, you can LeBron and, and AD the other team, and they're going to run out of the gym. LeBron will have a triple-double, AD will have 30 and 15, and that's it. You're going home. But in the later rounds of the playoffs, you get to the conference finals, the NBA finals, deeper teams who are playing you, you know, seven nights out of 11 – they're going to clamp down on you defensively, and somebody else other than LeBron and Anthony Davis is going to have to step up. Every championship team you've seen 20 years has a bench. You can, you can look at the Raptors last year. Everybody talks about Kawhi Leonard, but without Fred Van Vliet and the second unit, the Raptors don't win. The Lakers have nobody you can trust right now to say, okay, they're going to do it for us. Kyle Kuzma's like a, a, almost a Lamar Odom, like an every third game guy. He's, he's very inconsistent, well. and he hasn't accepted his role really, and it's a difference between last year Jason, when you're taking shots on games that don't matter, you're putting up shots, 
and now you're playing winning basketball and no shots on good. Do you know what I mean? In, in, in a different forum. And here's the other thing, too. When you talk about uh, uh, Marcus Morris, this is the thing that if I'm a, if I'm a clipper, they added another dog. He's he's like a Patrick Beverly. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. not a soft guy. He toughens up your team. He's going to make Anthony Davis have to earn his way. You know what I mean? Just be physical with him. And uh, and then the other part is, if you're the Clippers, you got to feel like we got management that's serious about this. We're all in. We were already good. We were already yeah, They didn't need any other people. They just they, needed more time to gel and get right. ready and get and ready for the playoffs. That's yeah. what I mean. And so if, if you're the players on that team, you're like, like we're, this is serious. I know people just cannot put their arms around that the Clippers are good and got could win the NBA championship. That's why Vegas won't believe in them. They keep saying, well, uh, the Lakers have the two, two of the three best players in the league, so how can we not pick the Lakers? But when you look at team-wise – Team-wise, not talent-wise, the the Clippers are better, and they won. And before the season started, Chris Boussard and I talked about um, which team you like the be- the best. Cl- Chris picked the Lakers, and I picked the Clippers. And my reason I said that I like the Clippers, along with their along with their uh, a roster that they had coming in, I said. At the trade deadline, I believe in the Clippers front office more than the Lakers front office at being able to add the piece that they wanted, and they proved me right yesterday. They won off the court, and they've been winning on the court. Jason Smith, Rob Parker in for Dan and the Danettes here on Fox Sports Radio. You know, I, I think the best way to illustrate this difference, right, we, we laid, it, laid it out for you, but how about this? And look at all these teams com- and compare the Lakers to everything else, right? You have the Rockets who say, we're going to go gutsy and trade an all-star caliber center in Clint Capella and try to get better. You had the Clippers decide, you know, we're good. We're deeper than the Lakers, and I think they're more talented than the Lakers, top to bottom. No, they they actually have got, you know, look, you have Harold and Williams coming off I the totally bench agree. points on the board. Lou Williams could be a starter on, on most teams in the NBA. Yeah, boy, it's too bad the Lakers didn't have Lou. Oh, oh wait a minute. Wait they did have Lou. Oh, yeah, too soon. So, and they decide we're good, but we're going to go out and get Marcus Morris because we want him, but we also want to keep him away from the Lakers. And then you have the Lakers, who, what are they doing? They're talking to guys who are not currently in the NBA. Right, they're talking to J.R. Smith coming in for a workout. Re- are they really going to revisit J.R. Smith? J.R. Smith is coming in. I mean, I don't know that they ran that by LeBron or Rich Paul, but I, he's coming in. And look at last night. What were the biggest ovations at Staples Center? Because Darren Collison, who retired for religious reasons a few months ago, is having dinner with Jeannie Buss, watching the game with her. Every time they showed him on the Jumbotron, the crowd went nuts. It's Lakers' reality to go, we are just absolutely going crazy cheering for a guy who's not in the NBA to come in and save our seat and help save our season and keep it the way it is. Mind-boggling. We're a reg- Mind-boggling. We're, they're a regular season giant, but when you get to the deeper rounds of the playoffs, they're not deep enough. They want a guard that can push the ball up the floor. I mean, they need shooters, which they could have done. They could have gone out and gotten a high-salary, high-caliber Shooter, but wasn't it but talk, didn't. talk about Derrick Rose, right? Trying yeah. to get him from the Pistons. He was somebody that they mentioned that didn't happen. But they wound up not pulling the trigger on anybody. And who knows? It might come back to bite them. And I think the Clippers won the day uh, and uh, continue because they even ha- haven't had their full squad all year. You know, like they, they between Paul George not starting the season and Kawhi with the load management or whatever. But if you look at when they are together, I think – 
17 and 4 or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're tremendous, and they're only going to get better in time. They they strike me as not only are they doing the trade deadline right in Denver, but they know that we're not playing for the regular season. The Lakers needed to have a good regular season to have belief that this is the direction we're going in that's great with LeBron and Anthony Davis. Another poor regular season, a regular season where the Lakers are good but not great, and it's is this really working? Is LeBron still the guy? And you're putting a lot of pressure on. They needed to have a great regular season, and they are. They're having a great regular season. The Clippers, I watch them and I go, they're just saying everything is in place. We're going to peak at the end of the season into the playoffs, and we're going to steamroll through everybody. I, mean, they, I feel like they have everything in place. It's going to be a pretty boring for them, a pretty boring march to the NBA Finals where it's, we're doing this, we're doing this, and now look how good we are at the end of the season, and we're going 4-0 in the first round and 4-0 in the second round. That's what we're doing. Twitter at How about a fresca? Rob at Rob Parker FS1. The Dan Patrick Show, Jason Smith, Rob Parker in for Dan and the Danettes. Coming up next, a very special guest to help us break down the NBA. NBA insider who, Rob Parker, you said you really don't like this guy. No, I don't. Can't you can't stand, stand this person. <laughs> but we're going to talk to him next. We got Chris Broussard on the way as we take a look at the NBA trade deadline, Lakers, Clippers, and the big deal of the day. Keep it right here. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to Lewis Jewelers. Since 1921, Lewis Jewelers have taken pride in serving the greater Ann Arbor and Detroit regions with the highest level of integrity and customer service. Lewis Jewelers is family-owned, third-generation, full-service jewelry store with a truly personal touch. They offer on-site repairs, engravings, watch repairs and access to many of the worldwide top designer brands from Hearts on Fire Diamonds, Robert Coyne, John Hardy Jewelry, to Omega, Brightwing, Tag Heuer Watches, just to name a few. And if you're looking for a truly stress-free shopping experience, their team of non-commissioned, trusted expert advisors will guide you through the perfect engagement ring, anniversary gift, or sparkly accessory. They also specialize in custom jewelry for anyone who wants to add something unique to their personal style. Located on West Stadium Boulevard in Ann Arbor, just one mile west of the Big House, Lewis Jewelers is the only jewelry store that is the proud partner of Michigan Athletics. So stop by today to let Lewis Jewelers help celebrate your moments. Lewis Jewelers, your diamond store, and so much more for almost 100 years. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hun.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hun.com for details. Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show. Happy Friday. Jason Smith, Rob Parker, in for Dan and the Danettes today. My show heard nights here on Fox Sports Radio. Rob's show, The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard, heard every day, 4 to 7 p.m. on the West Coast time, 7 to 10 on the East Coast. It's a hard listen because Chris Broussard's on the show as well. It is. It's def- you, know, you, know, you, are the, you are the more popular one of, of, of the two, I think. You know I, I'm that. hearing that a lot. <laughs> uh, cooking on a Traeger grill is like hitting a hole-in-one every time you step up to the tee. That's because with set-it-and-forget-it convenience and Wi-Fi control, you're guaranteed perfect results every time you fire it up. Head to your local dealer or visit TraegerGrills.com slash show. That's TraegerGrills.com slash show to get yours today. This week's recipe, smoked seafood pie. Paella by Amanda Haas. Paella. Paella. You like it's a Friday paella show. Very nice. Uh, joining us now on the hotline, the aforementioned other half. I can't say better half because Chris Broussard, Rob Parker said not to say that when I introduced you. 
First of all, you can say better half. And secondly, Rob knew me. He, he beat me to the punch. He knew I was going to say, I feel for you, Jason, having to sit in with him for three hours. But he beat me to the punch with his little quip about me. But uh, how you guys doing? Doing great. Good morning. Uh, I guess we should just kick it off with uh, the uh, Clippers and what they were able to do. on the. Did they win the uh, trade deadline day? Yeah, I think so. I mean, a lot of people might look at Marcus Morris and say, oh, wow, he's just a role player. That's all they needed. He's just another aggressive, tough body who can shoot the threes, 44% from three-point line, believe it or not, and he can defend the post. So I'm not saying he's going to stop Anthony Davis, but it'll certainly make it tougher on him than the players that the Clippers have before him. So I think the Clippers got – a little bit better, and that I already thought they had an edge over the Lakers. Now that edge has increased, so I think they are definitely the favorites in the West. I'm not totally writing off the Lakers, but I do think the Clippers are are the definite favorites. Yeah, well, J.R. Smith is going to come try out. Everything oh, is going to be fine for the Lakers. They're getting J.R. Smith. I know. I'm just like, come on. Like the last time I saw J.R. Smith. He was hitting one shot every two weeks. So, <laughs> like, really? Now, Darren Collison, we saw him last night sitting next to Jeannie Buss. You know, if he comes back to play, and he's not sure that he will, if he does, though, I, I'm, I firmly believe he'll be a Laker, which I think will help them. But um, they're still going to have a little bit of an uphill climb to beat the Clippers. But, we, look, if you got LeBron and AD, you certainly have a chance. And that's what they have to bank on. Now, the thing that was weird was that the uh, Marcus Morris, I know Rick Buecher was pretty confident that he was coming to the Lakers. Uh, did they get cold feet at the, at the, at the end? Is, is Danny Green really that piece that you can't give up? And I'm just asking because it looked like they were really looking for another piece to add to the team and that they were pretty cool with the giving up Kyle Kuzma, Chris, but not Danny Green. Is that what nicks that deal? Yeah, that is what happened. Like, like they look. Kuzma's hard to trade because he only makes he makes a small amount of money right. as a guy still in his rookie deal, and so you had to throw in a Danny Green or somebody like that to make it work. And I, it was a tough decision for the Lakers. I like Marcus Morris. I would have done him straight up for Kyle Kuzma, but if you lose Danny Green. Now you already have trouble defending the perimeter. We saw a little bit of that last night against Houston. And now you get worse on the perimeter defending it. And so I, I understand why the Lakers didn't do the move. And I actually agree with it. Look, Danny Green is a guy, remember, who's hit big shots in the finals. And he's hit big shots this year against Dallas. Remember that three-pointer that uh, helped him win that game earlier in the season. So, I think he's the guy you can count on. Now, he'll be up and down. He's going to have some clunkers, but he's also a guy that can make big shots for you. So I, I think they did the right thing in keeping Danny Green uh, and, and, you know, not getting Marcus Moore. You know, the thing, though, Chris, is that they had the flexibility. They could have brought in a high-salaried, uh, high-talented player. You know, teams were looking to dump players. They could have made that move, but they didn't do anything. You know, how big of a deal was that they didn't do anything at the deadline? I don't think, I mean, look, again, I, I do have to admit, I think the, Clip, the Clippers are deeper and they got a little bit better roster, but I don't think the sky is falling for the Lakers. They have plenty. 
And, again, they still may be able to add a Darren Collison or who knows who's, you know, on the buyout market. So they've got enough. If I'm a Laker, I still feel like we can win the championship. They're not a perfect team, but nobody is. Even the Clippers, we can still talk about their lack of size down low. So you just have to play to your strengths and maximize your strengths. That's what they need to do. So I don't think it's a tragic situation for the Lakers. It's just going, look, it can't always be laid out on a silver platter for you. And so they just have to go and take it. But what do you make of last night's loss at home to the Rockets? That was pretty ugly, considering that, uh, you know, it was uh, nobody was over, what, six foot seven on that team. There's no way that they should lose that game to the, to the Rockets. Yeah, it's one regular season game. I'm not going to make a, a big statement about it. I think the Lakers didn't play to their strength. LeBron took nine threes. What do you do when you got it? He's the biggest. He's bigger than anybody on the Rockets. He should have been going to the hole. And I get it that they're small on the perimeter. They can defend on the perimeter. But the Rockets aren't a great defensive team. Uh, so he should have been going to the hole instead of settling for the three. I also think while they outscored the Rockets in the paint by 22, a lot of it was putbacks or alley-oops or rolls. I don't think they made their physical presence felt to the degree that they should have. I'm talking about more post-ups and slowing the game down. That's what you're going to have to do to beat that Rockets team. Slow it down, make them play at your pace rather than you playing at their pace, and work lean on them a little bit down low, and then that can take away their legs and take away some of their three-point shooting. Co-host of The Odd Couple here on Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports 1, NBA analyst Chris Broussard with us, Jason Smith, Rob Parker, in for Dan and the Danettes. Now, the other big trade we saw, uh, ostensibly, Andrew Wiggins goes to Golden State, and Golden State sends D'Angelo Russell to Minnesota. Now, they had the heartwarming uh, uniting of on the tarmac of D'Angelo Russell. And, you know, it was a lot of fun. Carl Anthony Towns, hey, we're here, we're meeting you. But I'll, I'll tell you what, Chris. I know Andrew Wiggins has not been the guy to live up to all the expectations they wanted in Minnesota. But I'll tell you, I really like him in Golden State, in this system, for next year when their players get back, they hit free agency, they get a big draft pick. I think he can fill a huge that huge hole for him. He's not going to be KD, of course, nobody is. But I think they plop him in there, and we know he can score. I think he's going to be big for them. I, I totally agree. I love this deal for the Warriors. Look, he's the fourth guy. I mean, in, in Minnesota, he was at one point maybe the first guy, then the second guy, and they needed more for him. He couldn't give you that. But as the fourth guy, the third scorer behind Stephen Clay, but the fourth most important player behind Draymond, and, and arguably the fifth, if you, you know, depending on how much you like Kevon Looney. So I, I like it. I think he, in, in that situation where it's a winning culture, where they're playing for championships, I think he may just focus on defense, and he can be a stopper. He's athletic, he's long, he's rangy, he's a you know decent shooter, about like Iguodala, maybe slightly better. But remember, Iguodala wasn't very good last year, and I think Wiggins can be a better version. He doesn't have the heart, he doesn't have the winning intangibles that Iguodala does, but some people think he can be a Harrison Burns, others think maybe an Iguodala. The bottom line is I think he'll fit in nicely. He gives them more athleticism. And, again, you're not looking for him to be your leader, not even close. He's your 
third score, he's going to give you 15 points plus. So I, I definitely like it. And remember, they got Minnesota's first-round pick for 2021 that's top three protected. So I think that's going to be a lottery pick. The West is still going to be tough. I still don't think Minnesota probably makes the playoffs. So that could be a good pick for the Warriors as well. And they're going to get a high pick this year. One last thing, Chris. Uh, the 76ers, and they've had problems, chemistry issues. Can they get it sorted out uh, and, and, and really make a run, or is this team in trouble? I think they're in trouble, Rob. Um, I think they've got some some problems. they got talent. they got the most talent in the East, but it doesn't necessarily fit. And Joel Embiid kind of alluded to this. Well, he more than alluded to it. He talked about it. The spacing is bad. Because you have to put Ben Simmons down low because he can't shoot, and they won't guard him on the perimeter, and that forces Embiid out. Everybody's like, "Oh, he's shooting too many threes." I agree, but he's like, "I, I gotta have somewhere to go on the court." And if we and Ben either has to be on the bench or start shooting more jump shots, so I think they've got some stylistic issues. But then chemistry ones in the locker room as well. Here's what I do if I'm Philly: I got one of two options. I let it play out this year. See how what we can do in the playoffs. If we go out in the second round or get bludgeoned in the conference finals, then I'm looking to move. I'm either looking to move MB and seeing what I can get for him, or I'm bringing in a coach who has a track record of being able to work two personalities, two difficult personalities together and bring the chemistry along in Philadelphia. Uh, so I think those are going to be their options after this season. You can follow him on Twitter at Chris underscore Broussard. That's at Chris underscore Broussard. Fox Sports 1 NBA analyst. Hear him every day with Rob Parker on The Odd Couple. And, Chris, I want to tell you, since you helped us out by coming on, i got to warn you. Because I know you're driving down to do Undisputed right now, right? That's where you're headed? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Skip Bayless is already on TV rocking his Clipper jersey. That's right. One of the new ones. (laughs) So just so you know, that's what's waiting for you when you get into the studio. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. And uh, I'll be ready. But, uh, Jason, you hang in there. Oh, yeah. Jason's going to be just fine. (laughs) So hang in there. (laughs) Thanks so much, man. Have fun and undisputed. We'll talk to you. All right, there goes Chris Broussard. That's right. i got to uh, wait until we talk to him tonight. Yeah, oh. yeah. you doing your show again today with him this afternoon? Yes. Oh, oh look yeah. at you. I like to you see you. You know me. Double, double duty, man. It's you on a Friday, too. You know me. I figured you'd be finishing this show and then going for a drink. No, i got AM 570 here in L.A. as well today. you got a tri- you got a triple header today. Yes, sir. You You're like it. NBA on NBC with cool. a triple you, header. You know it. <laughs> uh, you know, just really quick, because, you know, Chris talked at the end, or in the middle there, we talked about the Wiggins trade. I... People are sleeping on this trade, right? We had Rick Buecher on the show last night, and, you know, you talked to him yesterday, and he was all over Fox. Yep. And he said, you know what? I think everybody in Golden State but Joe Lacob knows that their contending days are over. And he, he laid out why, you know, they're older, they're this, they're going to make the playoffs, but their days are done. And I, I just don't see it. I mean, you're talking about bringing back guys who, yeah, they're going to be in their early 30s now, and they're older, and they're not the peak players they were five years ago in Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, but these are guys that still won 70 games that are taking a year off from the wear and tear of the NBA. Yes, they're rehabbing injuries, but they're going to come back next year. It's going to be the two of them and Draymond. You're going to add, you throw in Andrew Wiggins, who has always been able to score. And and look, as we spotlighted, when you're not the guy who was given a ton of money to be a franchise player, 
it's going to be easier for you to acclimate yourself and 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 fit in. It's just like the the philosophy of David Price having a bounce back year with the Dodgers. He's not on the team that gave him a hundred and seventy million dollar contract that he's falling short of, which he was in Boston. He's now a piece that can come fit in. This is not the team that paid him that money. Wiggins has always been able to score. He scores 22 a game. He's going to see a a big uptick in his score. He'll score 28 a game next year, and then they're going to hit free agency. They have early draft picks. The Warriors, you got to get them now and get your licks in because it's going to be the big middle finger revenge tour for the Warriors next year going through the NBA. See, you're very optimistic. I'm with Rick Buecher. I think their days of winning titles is all over. Uh, Even when you look at it before KD got there, this is my problem. Uh, Steph is the author of the three-to-one collapse in the NBA Finals, which had never happened, right? That was the 73-win team. Mm -hmm. And even the championship that they did win, and I'm not going to poo-poo it, but that was when they beat the Cavaliers, uh, who were devastated by injuries with Kevin Love and and Kyrie Irving. That's the championship, the only championship that they won without Kevin Durant, and then they choked down that three-to-one lead. So so I I get it. They're going to have some good players that are coming back. Wiggins has been a, a disappointment. We can talk about averaging 22 on game, in games that don't matter. Uh, he was supposed to be this big star. I, I watch ESPN. As well. I don't even hear mention of Wiggins. Because like he years. plays in Minnesota. No, I get it. But, but and Minnesota was, doesn't make the playoffs. I know. I'm just saying. But, but those numbers, I'm not always convinced, are real numbers because it's different when you play in games that don't matter and you play in games. I'm not saying he's going to be a total bust or, or terrible I'm oh, not, yes, you are. You're I, saying he's I'm, a bust and he's terrible. That's what you're saying. I'm not convinced that uh, Clay and Draymond Green, who's not the same player he was five years ago, clearly, and Steph Curry are going to make some resurgence and uh, all of a sudden be like this, oh, my God, the Warriors have got the band back together and they're going to win. I don't see them winning again. I'll tell you straight up. With the other players that are around, with the Clippers, if that stays together, uh, Milwaukee, some other teams, I don't see the I don't see the Warriors as winning another championship. This is a load maintenance year for the Warriors, just okay. like last year for LeBron. The entire year was a load maintenance year for him, mentally, physically. This is a load maintenance year for them. Look, Wiggins is only twenty four. All right, you're saying he's twenty four years old. There's guys going to be coming to the league this year that he's going to be a year older than. Right. When you don't have to be a guy to carry a franchise, and clearly some guys you can put that on their shoulders and some guys you can't. But he was put it on his shoulder. It was too tough. But the things he does well, as you know, Chris illustrated, besides scoring, he's fitting into this system. And and we don't give Steve Kerr enough credit for coming up with this with the system, the ball movement, the screens, to maximize the potential of all of these players. Right? Steph Curry, people forget he was in the league for six years before Steve Kerr showed up. And Steve Kerr comes and says, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take more threes. We're going to space out. We're going to take advantage of what you do. And Steph Curry goes from 23 points a game to 30 points a game. Steph wasn't always great. He was a periphery all-star caliber player before Steve Kerr got there. And he was turned into this player. Draymond Green, if you put him on another team, would he even be somebody that would be a triple-double threat every night? He'd be a guy that would go, oh, Draymond Green is still in the no, league. No, he's in, a, he's in a perfect situation. But the Wiggins thing, uh, you remember... When LeBron James was coming back to Cleveland, he wrote a letter talking about a name and everybody, and he named – and remember, Wiggins was the first overall pick on the Cavs, and he didn't even mention Wiggins because he knew that he couldn't use him to win, and they went and got Kevin Love. So so 
Uh, and, and the other thing is you were talking about uh, Wiggins is only 24. Give him time. I think you, we have some tape of you saying the same thing for Kwame Brown when he got oh. up, you know, when he came. You said he's just he's just 24. Give him time. Butterfingers, yeah. yeah, butter, yeah right? I was all on the Kwame Brown train. You yes. on that. I'm I was on it. We got that video, that audio. So be careful when you tell him about people giving him more time. I'm not sold on Wiggins. I'm not sold on the Warriors making a – uh, reloading, rebooting, whatever you want to call it. I'm, I'm, I'm the jury's out for me. You know, of, of all the busts, of all the draft busts you could go back to, you go back to Kwame Brown. You're going back like almost 20 years for it's Kwame still, Brown. It's a big one. Like okay. Greg Oden? Should I go on, should I go on to Greg Oden? <laughs> I just think Kwame Brown was, uh, what a disaster. Yeah. He, I think he, if you have an all bust team in the NBA, he's the captain. He's got to be right he's, there. He's right there. He's the guy going out for the for the uh, the coin flip in the beginning of the game. No doubt. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of them, but uh, he ranks up there. Uh, it is the Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Rob Parker, in for Dan and the Danettes. Coming up next, we had a big weekend. Rob Parker, how much is he looking forward to some of the big ticket items we had this weekend, including the new launch of the XFL? Didn't they have an XFL before? Yeah, back when oh. Kwame Brown was coming oh, okay. back into the That's NBA. Right. Yeah. Right. Kwame Brown in the XFL. What does the XFL need to do to get viewers and get people to keep watching? It's very, very simple. It they is. One thing. And they gotta unfortunately go out and get it. It's called fifty dollar night. Oh. I think that'll get people in. <laughs> uh, Rob Parker, PR advisor to the stars. Uh, we'll get into that coming up next. Keep it right here, Fox Sports Radio. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. Hey, it's Paulie Paps from the Dan Patrick Show. We've got an awesome podcast to tell you about today. It's the big podcast with Shaq. Of course it's big. Tune in every week as Shaq and his crew cover sports, entertainment, and a lot more with Shaq. That's the only way the diesel does it. The show is full of laughs and amazing stories. Stay tuned to the end of this episode from a great clip from the big podcast with Sheck. Then be sure to subscribe on Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast listening apps so you don't miss an episode. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show. Jason Smith, Rob Parker in for Dan and the Danettes. My show heard nights here on Fox, Rob, every day, odd couple with Chris Broussard. Now, you know this song, Rob, who sings Feels Good, right? It feels good. Feels Absolutely. Good. It's, uh, the name of the band is Tony. 
Tony. Tony, Tony right. three different ways. Exactly. Exactly. Wow, See, look at you. you didn't know yeah. Is that him? I didn't, I didn't know. I thought you would say, you know the songs I would listen to, Rock Around the Clock. <laughs> I'd go back, listen. Wow. Watch the Happy Days open. That, is that it? That is my voice, right? Oh, no, no. If I was doing you, it would be more like, I go back to 1951. I go back to Big Bopper, Richie Valen. That's what I Big listen Bopper. to. That's right. Go, oh, Donna, one of my favorite songs. Me and Cousin Brucey. That's <laughs> <laughs> I covered DiMaggio during the hitting streak. I go, get to 56, and then you can stop it. There we go. <laughs> Rob Parker. So, a big weekend this weekend. And, Rob Parker, I'm going to have to do some arm twisting for you for at least know, one of these things. I know. Let's hear it. What do you got going right. this weekend? What, what are you what, – I like how you're – I like how – too bad this is not on video, you it know, being live streamed. Rob Parker's actually moving his arms around like, oh, I got I to get loose. I, I got to get, get loose. The weekend's the weekend. coming. I got to move my arms around a little bit. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, we got the Oscars this weekend, and we have the debut, the new debut, the re-debut, the new re-debut of the XFL. And wow, that's it for you. Yes. That's what I get from you. No, let me. Okay, I don't want to be a party pooper, and anybody who party wants pooper. to who wants to take part in all that stuff. Great, I'm happy for you. Uh, the Oscars haven't been interested in a long time. I, I find out who won. You know, like what is it, 1917? Is that the movie that's, that's the last to win? time you watched? No. Oh, is that, oh okay. Is that the movie that's supposed 1917 will probably okay. win Best yeah, Picture. Okay, yes. so so I'm not like in a. I, I, I read, I watch the news, uh-huh. I, I hear stuff, but I'm not going to be like glued to find out who wins the Oscar. And the XFL, here's my issue I watched the original. I remember when the XFL came out, NBC, He Hate Me, all the other stuff, and it was hot. For a cup of coffee and a sweet roll. That's about how long it was. It was hot. And then it went the other way. I think people, you know, this is this whole narrative that people can't get enough of football. I, I think we just saw a great NFL season, Super Bowl. I'm good. I got my football fixed. I don't know if I really want to watch minor league football uh, now when I just saw the NFL and the players at its, at its peak. If you told me Colin Kaepernick was one of the quarterbacks in the XFL, I guarantee you I'd put it on. I'd, w- I'd want to see him play again. Other than that, I'll watch the highlights. I'll find out what's going on. You know what I mean? Like that. But I, I will not be tuned in like appointment television. All right. Well, two, two things on the XFL. One, I probably have a little bit more fond memories because I won my fantasy league xfl that's unbelievable that I, was I, a fantasy league. I had tommy maddox as my quarterback okay right i had uh joe aska and john avery as my running backs i only remember this because we talked about it last night on my night show yes. it's not like i still remember go, i, was gonna I say, wake up every day and go boy touchdown tommy maddox was so awesome for me jose cortez was my kicker oh it was great it was great i was xfl fantasy so I, I do have fond memories of how, that. How long was that league? Was it two years or one? Oh, one year. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, I don't, I don't remember more but, than but that. But remember, it was, it was Tommy Maddox was the high-profile player, and he hate me, Rod Smart, was the guy that cut through because, the, you know, they put the nicknames on the back of the jersey. Which was cool. His nickname was he hate me, and suddenly it was, well, this guy's got he hate me on the back of his jersey, and Rod Smart became a guy. And right. It wasn't a great he, running he back. He wound up going to the NFL. Right. But wh- when you talk about Kaepernick, and that's going to be the key for the XFL, is that 
you need people to hook on to to get people to come in and watch. And the XFL has a lot of interesting things that they're going to be doing this weekend. Yeah, I listened to the interview, uh, Clay Travis's show, and we were on our way in. And they got a lot of things, camera angles, things they're going to do with the game, rules of the game, that are going to be really interesting, that are going to play over the long haul. It's going to be something that, if you're interested, it's going to be, boy, this sounds pretty cool, and it's going to, it's going to build momentum. But... You need guys that are going to say for the first couple weekends you got to come in and watch. That's why Chad Johnson, as a kicker, the minute he said, "I want to be a, a kicker," try, so we're going to sign you, but and you're going to come out. kick, and you're going to come kick, right? Because it's something at least that if you don't tune in to watch it, you're going to watch the highlights of it after, and you're going to figure out a way to cut through on a Saturday, which is going to be owned by college basketball, the NBA, the other things that that, that you're doing. You, you got to have what? What am I got? What do I need to watch in the beginning? And you need the big name, whether it was Colin Kaepernick. I would I would have said, Colin Kaepernick, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you all of our operating budget if I'm Vince McMahon. And I know Kaepernick had said, I'm not interested, but at some point, do you want to play football or not? How about Johnny Come Manziel? Play in the XFL. Johnny Manziel would have been so I'll tune in to watch him. But you need somebody to say, okay, i got to get to the television to watch that. And that's a big thing that you have to spend money to make money. And, it's you know, these guys would cost money to come play. But in the end, it wouldn't be that much because they want to come back and still show they could play. That's why the whole Kaepernick thing, I don't know how much he really wants to play football because he would have been playing. He would have found a way to be able to play football. But he's not. He would have found a way to be able to tell teams, hey, listen, I'm worried. give me a try. Give me this. Give me this. Give me this. I don't know how much he's wanted to play. Well, but I don't know if he really wants to play in a minor league football league. That, but that's really what but it is. Every day you're away from the no, NFL. I, I get it. You play in the XFL, and you can show, hey, I can still play quarterback, and all right. So Saturday, instead of taking your daughter to the park or soccer practice, you're going to be front and center watching ABC or wherever the game is on to watch XFL this Saturday. Oh, I want to see. It's, it's one of those where, hey, if I'm at a TV, I want to see what it looks like. I have the, the curious interest in that. Who's playing in some of the games? Everybody got worked up about the AFF. Is that what it was? AAF. AAF or whatever AFF it is. was something else. Yeah, that's a, it was AFX cars, you know, that's AFX. Yes. I, like, FX is the channel. Okay. Like, do you remember, like, the first week, everybody was like, whoa, hey. And then the next thing you know, they couldn't make the payroll. And they had uh, laundry night. You bring in your laundry. It gets done during the game. Like, any kind of thing that they could do to get people in. And that thing almost collapsed after week three. I mean, if it wasn't for the uh, hockey owner who came. Yeah, the hurricanes, yeah. Right, to give an infusion of cash. They were done like that. And look at the big names who were involved. Vince McMahon, I, hey, knock yourself out and, and you know, try. I don't know what the end game is with it. I really don't. And if it works out, I just – I'm not sure America has an appetite for minor league football. You have to have enough. It's like in, in they say in gambling. You have to have enough to be able to offset losses in the beginning, to be able to stay in the game and make money. He's got to make it through the first season, and it's, it's part of the calendar now. And if he can do that – that's going to work. But you got to be able to look. All these other leagues, the first time the XFL, the AF, we didn't have enough money to make it through the first. You got to be able to offset your losses, make it through, and then you become part of the calendar, and then things can turn for you. Got to stay in it. Okay, Rob, you know, Rob Parker, you're gambling. You got to stay in it. Not, I'm out. <laughs> at least right now. <laughs> Twitter at How About a Fresca, Rob at Rob Parker FS1. Coming up next, we get back into a big night in the NBA, big day in the trade deadline. This is Fox. As promised, here's a clip from the big podcast with Shaq. Shaq threw down a $1,000 prize. 
for the person who could provide the best Hassan Whiteside diss track. It's unbelievable. It can happen at the very, very end of last week's show. The next one came in uh, from Mo uh, at our hey, Gmail. Mo. I thought Mo uh, crushed this one. Okay. So. Ooh. It's sex fake, get them, then I got them. Don't do it for the money, but it's about to get ugly. You out your league, buddy. You lame as Chris Humphrey, throwing rocks at the sun. You more like Chris Dunley. Now disrespect is fat. Southern like a nation, you hating on the greatest, let the heat, you couldn't take it, McCullum can't help him, and Damon can't save him, and before you got to Portland, we was already trailblazing, it's your Gatorade spike, check this spin hell raising, doctor nurse said your game need resuscitation, swear you make seven foot look worthless, talking like a joker, you ain't even nervous, nah, but you a joke, and you be doing nervous, ain't the one to joke with beef, don't make us nervous, Hassan Whiteside, hops on the white side, your barbecue Chicken, diet coke plus the two sides, day one what? Cause you only double back when the job not done. Get a room for these guys. Ain't no room for these guys. At the bottom of the barrel, talking about a top five. The most dominant, be honest, who more prominent. Kareem Wilton building his prime, ain't stopping him. If I'm lying, I'm flying. I ain't left the ground like a washed up center going for the rebound. Pat ain't went two rounds, four major league found. Now you ain't in no shack. You a Damn clown, look, I can't lie, you got a trash ass game, but I'm not surprised you got ass in your name. Shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it down. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.